Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Set the Screen podcast. It is your host, Charlie, back with, of course, Micah. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. I mean, I'm I'm liking I'm liking how we're rolling out with these uh podcasts more often now. Uh, it feels like we actually have a a decent schedule, at least recording at least once a week. So, you know, I'm, it, it's it's fun. It's fun to be back uh consistently. Oh, same. I completely agree. Um, it's really good to be back on a consistent schedule. Um, not every day on a, on a specific day to day basis, but at least one to two a week is always good. So, um, right. Yeah, let's get let's get right into it. Uh, so if you did not know, uh, the LA Clippers lost in six games to the Phoenix Suns, and the Phoenix Suns will be advancing to the NBA Finals, and they will face the winner of the Bucks versus the Hawks. So, um, if you're Kawhi Leonard what what's going through your mind if you're Kawhi Leonard if you are Kawhi Leonard you know I don't know about you but I feel like uh Clippers are in the finals if Kawhi Leonard is there oh completely agree uh I mean the fact that they pushed the Phoenix Suns to six games without their star player I mean of course they have Paul George but um without Kawhi Leonard who is a top four NBA player uh Mm -hmm. is pretty crazy yeah I mean and and it's not like okay, so two of the lot, one of the losses was on a 0.7 seconds or 0.9 seconds to go on the eight in alley oop, right? That could have mm-hmm. easily been won by the Clippers if Kawhi Leonard is there. You have another game, um, and of course, um, both of these losses are as a result of Paul George's uh, free throws missing the clutch. But in the other one, it's Paul George. He misses. He misses. Uh, was two free was throws. It? Yeah, two free throws. And uh, if Kawhi's there, I think he makes those. And also, um, there's one play. I forgot. I think I think it was in game two. Cameron Payne had this out-of-bounds play at with, like, a couple seconds left in the game. And it was definitely out on Cameron Payne. It was definitely out on campaign. Mm. So mm-hmm. the fact that they didn't call that, that might have been a different game. So this could have gone seven, definitely, even it, though it, they were down 3-1. I think it could have been Clippers and six if Kawhi yeah. Leonard is there. I really think uh, so. The Suns really need to straighten out their offense and because um, their offense at times was really stagnant. But not oh, in the yeah. last game. Obviously, in the last game, they were firing on all cylinders, mm-hmm. especially Chris Paul. But some of those games, it was just, it was just tough. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Kawhi Leonard, if I am correct, I believe he has a player option for next year i believe um so i need to ensure this but um so if you're Kawhi, do you run it back one more time i mean you're 29 you're still in your prime or do you try to try to go to a different team uh people are photoshopping him into warriors jerseys a lot yeah jerseys a lot uh so I, i mean i don't know if those two would work but do you ever do you try something else or do you run it back First thing I want to say, Kawhi Leonard actually just turned 33 days ago. So, oh, really? uh, okay. yeah, happy yeah. belated to uh, Kawhi. But um, I think you run it back one more year, you know. I mean, you look at the success of this team making it. He he got out after, what was it? Um, was it? I know it was a series before, but he only had like two games left to go, I think, right? Um, I mean, I think you run it back one more year, right? I yeah. think he's in the finals if he was active. So I think knowing how far the team went without him, I really think that you give this team one more shot 
and you run it back and you make one more one more this is i think yeah. just just one more season with the clippers try one more yeah yeah just one more time and i think i think that'll end up really good for um for Kawhi. I, I i can see definitely a future uh now i'm not going to say they're going to win the chip but i can definitely see a finals appearance for this uh clippers team and um it's crazy to me that he's only 30 i feel like we've mm-hmm. been watching this man hoop for a long time and he's only 30 years old yeah for sure um, i think it's definitely because he he just felt so experienced um when he was on the Spurs, Spurs right? Team. Oh my goodness! He just looked even like as, a veteran. Even as a 22-year-old player, he looked he was experienced. He was super solid. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So he can become a free agent this year if he would like to. He can decline that 36 million dollar option. He could resign uh, after this year and make 175 million over four years. Or what he could do is sign a one-year deal and be eligible for a 246 million dollar contract the next year. I'm doing so, that. I'm doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I might do that as well. That's a uh, that's a lot of cash. So oh, yeah. Uh, so some teams that they could that he could uh, go to are the Miami Heat, like I mentioned, the Dallas Mavericks, and the New York Knicks are all expected to actively pursue Leonard as if he becomes available in free agency. So out of the three teams, if you're Kawhi Leonard, which is the most intriguing? Wait. So you said the Heat and which other two teams? Heat, Mavericks, and Knicks. I think it's definitely the Mavericks. Uh, the Heat. Uh, I I just don't know if they have enough cap space. I mean, I actually, I need to check this. You keep talking. Yeah, I'll check this. In my opinion, I think the Knicks definitely. Uh, I don't know. Kawhi Leonard on the Knicks just doesn't fit right, in my opinion. Uh, I don't know how he would go within that system of such a. I mean. They they are a really young team, but I just don't know if Kawhi Leonard wants to go to the Knicks. So I don't think that's an option he's going to choose, especially after their recent performance. But uh, the Heat, I'm pretty sure uh, Jimmy Butler plays the small four position as well, right? Uh, yeah, tec- technically he plays small four, but I think Kawhi, uh, not Kawhi, Jimmy Butler can play anything from PG to small forward. Really, I mean he can he can bring up the yeah. ball. Yeah, um, I think the Heat could definitely use him i don't know about the mavericks mavericks is just uh having Kawhi and luca on the same team again it just doesn't really fit having two stars of that caliber without any real connection with one another i just can't see that happening um but the heat i think i think they can make it work and you know maybe put jimmy butler at point or shooting guard and uh have Kawhi at small forward and or or you know put jimmy at, at point and then maybe Duncan or uh, Hero at shooting guard. Dunk, Duncan's going to be expensive this offseason. He's going to oh, be yeah. expensive. Oh, He's yeah. going to be a hot commodity. Do you, do you think they can afford Duncan and Kawhi? Oh, I don't think so. Because looking at the cap right now, they were I think they were nearly capped out this whole year oh, at 100, $133 million. But they have Victor Oladipo coming off the books. Um, in 2022 and 2023, they'll have Andre Gudala coming off the books. On Draja coming off the books. Uh, the only two guys that they'll have tied up in 2022 to 2023 is Bam Adebayo, Tyler Hero, Precious, and Jimmy Butler. That's all. All of them are open roster spots after that. So after next year, they have nothing but space. Mm. But Jimmy Butler in 2022 and 2023 will be 33 years old. Oh, yeah, so, he's getting old. 
Yeah, he's getting old. So I don't know. I think this is probably if you add Kawhi Leonard to this team and subtract a couple of these role players, I guess this is a championship team. At least I think they'll definitely be a finals team. Uh, because I mean they were a finals team without him last year. Okay. But I mean, I don't know. I, this is a really know, interesting scenario for Kawhi Leonard because his legacy is already pre-cemented. He's a two-time NBA champion. So, I mean, if he wants to go get a third one, go get a third one. But if he doesn't, I think playing for the Clippers for, for a couple more years is not the worst thing ever. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is – I don't know if they can make it happen, but I would love to see Kawhi Leonard play with the Wizards. The Wizards, okay. With the Wizards, with uh, Bradley Beal and uh, Westbrook. I don't yeah. know. I think it's it's definitely highly unlikely, especially with. Um, I don't. I'm pretty sure their cap space is pretty. Yeah, they, they're probably, they're they're tied up a lot, especially yeah. with Davis Bertans and so yeah. yeah. I mean those those front two guys, Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. Russell Westbrook's going to get it more expensive next year. <laughs> by three more or by no this year yeah he's gonna his money's increasing so his his deal was backloaded same with bradley beal bradley beal was 28 million dollars uh of oh. expense this year uh in two years he'll be worth 37 37 million dollars wow. per year so it's there's a, some big differences in these in these um in these contract numbers so yeah the wizards as long as that as much as I would like to see that, how cool it would be, I do not think that would work because of the cap space. But I guess the Mavericks would work. Uh, let me look at their cap space as well. Do you think that Luca and Kawhi would gel well? I actually think they could because Luka Doncic, as you've seen and we've all seen, is a very good playmaker. He's a really good passer. Uh, he can take control of the offense, so taking getting another point guard would not be an issue. And I think an issue for the Clippers these last couple of years has been uh, getting a playmaker to suit them. I mean, they were looking at they were looking at guys like Dan Schroeder in the offseason, Kyle Lowry. Uh, they ended up taking um, Reggie Jackson, I guess, and Rajon Rondo, who are good players, but they're no Kyle Corver or Kyle yeah. Corver. Kyle Lowry, <laughs> excuse me, not Kyle Corver. You uh, know, but Luka Doncic is an elite playmaker, elite passer, and I, I, as long as they, as long as one of them doesn't become a spot up shooter, I don't think there'll be much wrong with it. They can become like a, a one two punch, kind of like Kyrie and LeBron. Mm. Yeah, I can Which, see that. I mean, they're a little that. different than Kyrie and LeBron, but I mean, it would work, I guess. If you're I, on I the Mavs, what what position do you play, Kawhi, and what position do you play, Luka? I think you play Luca at the point and you play Kawhi at the four. If you can mm. keep Porzingis, you run him at the center position, run Tim Hardaway at shooting guard and actually no run JJ Redick at shooting guard and uh, Josh Richardson at small forward. So you just get some shooters around those, those okay. two stars. And then you have some defense with Josh Richardson and Kawhi Leonard and Kristaps can, can defend the rim a little bit. Oh, well he used to be able to, I don't know about it anymore. Yeah. He's falling totally off. I totally forgot about, cliff. uh, Josh Richardson being on the Mavs. Yeah, think, he yeah. he was he hasn't been too good, but um I definitely think he could turn it around because he's a good player. He can really play good defense. At times he could shoot well, but sometimes he just can't. Yeah. But that Seth Curry deal to the Sixers is looking like a, a steal for the Sixers right now. Oh, they yeah, were that was traded straight up and uh, Seth Curry's been going off in the playoffs. So yeah, it definitely yeah. looked like an L because Seth Curry worked so well with the with the Mavericks as a spot sure. shooter. For sure. So uh, enough Clippers talk other than 
Kawhi Leonard may be leaving, but uh, hats off to Paul George. He played his heart out the whole series. I know game seven, he didn't show up quite enough to win, but mm. he definitely um, played his heart out. So hats off. I better not be seeing any more pandemic P, uh, <laughs> uh, playoff P, PG 13%. I don't want to see any of that. Um, so, yeah, let's move on from those world nicknames. So, and also, let's move on from the Clippers. So let's talk about the Suns. So, what do you think about the Suns making to the finals? Oh, Man, this is a interesting one. You know, I feel like if you look at if you wanted to look at one single player who's really helped the Suns, I I think it's got to be DeAndre Ayton, probably the most consistent player on their roster, always doing his job and coming in clutch when he needs to. And uh, you just look at just look at the numbers he's been putting up, and man, he's just been really really outshining what i think people thought he was going to be uh especially in some of the previous years because you know was he the number one pick was he the number one yes he was over trey young and luka Doncic. wow but you know he's he's living up to i wouldn't say living up to but he's really fulfilling his role like what people thought he was i feel like in the first few years of uh what was he 2018 pick uh yeah he was the 2018 number one overall pick yeah yeah um in the in the 2019 and 2020 seasons i think he was kind of a a letdown a little bit but he's definitely improved and to to come from that to where he is now i just i was really surprised and i'm i'm super happy for him and i think he deserves more credit for what he's doing for this uh sun's team yeah i completely agree uh obviously the numbers there were the last couple years uh in the uh, regular season this year he struggled a little bit but obviously gelling with a guy like Chris Paul is kind of difficult but now that they've been working together uh, DeAndre Aiden has really been showing his strength in the playoffs as you said and um, yeah it's been really cool to watch him play uh, he's been up good numbers so yeah great job from oh let me look at the career playoff games excuse me uh, I mean I actually won't even show me never mind but uh, yeah uh, DeAndre has been playing great. I definitely think some pieces that will matter a lot in this finals run are Mikel Bridges and Jay Crowder. Uh, they're two mm. uh, w- good, really good wing defenders that I feel like Jay Crowder is always in the playoffs. But um, every all, year, I swear, every year he's in the playoffs. This, if you want to make the playoffs, uh, Timberwolves, go get Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder. So yeah, yeah Jay Crowder's the key. Uh, so I think definitely think those three are those two wings are really important for the success of this Phoenix Suns team in the finals. I also think guys like Cameron Payne might have to step up again and Cameron Johnson. So yeah, there's some shooters uh, to get open for Chris Paul and Devin Booker will be important. Yeah. I think Devin Booker has been a little bit lackluster in these past few games. Um, I don't know his his efficiency seems a little bit down, but he's there. the The reason why I'm not completely discounting him is because he's there when the team needs him to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, even though his performance as a whole uh, sometimes doesn't really show in the in the box score, um, he definitely shows up when he needs to, and especially when the other team goes on crazy runs, he's always there to kind of slow it down and you know respond back. So even though he's been pretty inefficient and a little bit similar with Chris Paul in some of those uh, first few games, uh, although he did go off for 41 points in game six, uh, 
definitely interesting to see. And uh, yeah, I think I think if Devin Booker, Chris, and Chris Paul both start heating up big time in in this finals, man, it's going to be a tough matchup for whoever has to go against them. Yeah. Um, so now let's talk about who's going to go against the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so the Milwaukee Bucks are up in the series three to two against the Atlanta Hawks winning last night by, uh, I believe it was 16 points, but I could be incorrect. Um, when both stars are out, uh, it was pretty cool to watch, uh, aside from the blowout that it was in the first half. But um, it was it was interesting to see how both teams work without their star piece. I definitely think it showed how important Trey Young is to, yeah. the, to the shot creating of the Atlanta Hawks. They ended up losing by 11. But, um, yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see the last – it's potentially last game in Atlanta. Uh, Giannis will not play in game six, but he could play in game seven if it's necessary. So that's really good to hear that he is, uh, he could play in a game seven. Yeah. But I'm not even worried about that. Cause I definitely think Milwaukee can, can get it done in Atlanta tomorrow night, but it's really good to hear that he'll be back at all because if Milwaukee makes it to the finals, I mean, it could probably be a sweep if he's not playing, mm. but when he is yeah. playing, I mean, it's going to be a really good series if he does play against Phoenix. So, yeah. yeah. I think that – so we've seen two games in a row without uh, Trey Young, and they look like completely opposite games, right? But I really think that the game plan changed up big time when Giannis was taken out because when you have Giannis in – you usually the the Hawks in terms of defense, Trey Young doesn't really matter, right? And but but when you take out Okumpo, um, you you make Okungwu or Capella in only go one at a time, right? And of course, they did have that running one, uh, Giannis was in as well, but usually Okungwu or uh, was it Okungwu and John Collins who were on uh, Giannis, I believe. Um, now that Giannis is out. We they, they put in Okungwu to match up with Brooke Lopez, who is a more traditional center, although he does shoot threes a lot. He is definitely a really big center that I think Clint Capella would have done better on. But as you saw in the game, I don't remember how the minutes were, but it seemed pretty 50-50 split, if not Okungwu getting uh, more playtime, especially uh, seeing him on defense. But I think just by changing up the entire game plan by Giannis being out and he, he just changed it up for the Nate McMillan's defense. And I think that was a huge issue. Another issue I saw was uh, the turnovers. Lou Williams, he's such a streaky, like he's either on or he's off. And we saw in that last game, he was pretty off. Um, it felt like each pass that he made turned into a turnover. He could not for some reason, get it into the post. But, you know, Gallo always is posting up against whoever's smaller because uh, he plays a small forward position on the team, even though he, but he matches up a lot bigger against whoever's uh, with him. So we always try getting it to the post. But for some reason, Lou Williams could not make that pass. And every time he kept, kept trying to dish it, he's not a passer, clearly. So he needs to take his role and start being more aggressive with the ball and taking those jump shots. And if it's not open, then you look to the perimeter. Because if you're watching how the, the, the Bucks defense treats Lou Will, as soon as he gets into a shot, 
you know, maybe a pump fake and then shooting. The, he has like two or three guys surrounding him. If because because they know that he's such an offensive threat with his shot and he's not a pass first point guard. So instead of trying to make these passes and doing all this, I think Lou Williams needs to step up as the point guard. Although I'm not sure if Trey Young is going to be playing. Uh, I'm pretty sure he should be right. But Lou Williams needs to step up as the point guard and drive in and make the correct decision. If he sees the jump shots open, he has to take it. But those costly turnovers with some of those errant passes cannot happen in game six. Lou Williams and whoever's on uh, Brooke Lopez, I think that's going to be the difference maker in this game. Yeah, definitely. I just want to let you talk all the way. Sorry, I wasn't uh, talking. Yeah, yeah, you're good, you're good. Yeah, so it's really really going to be important how those guys like Lou Williams are going to play in game six. It definitely will be the the deal breaker. I mean, this is is the winner go home game for the whole playoffs. Even if they do lose, Hawks fans cannot be displeased with this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is the best season that they could have hoped for other than making it to the finals. But um, I don't think – ask any Hawks fan, I don't think they ever dreamed of making it past even the second (laughs) round. Oh, man. Yeah. Especially if you take this – if you look back one year, uh, this team was – I believe it was – they're the 14th seed in the the East. 14th seed, I believe. We we were 19 and 30 – before the break, I believe. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this team has made a huge turnaround, even from this only this season only. So for sure, you got to give them props to Nate yeah. McMillan, to Trey Young, to John Collins, to all the pieces that have made this thing happen. So yeah, great job to the Atlanta Hawks, even if they yeah. lose. But I think they can win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trey Young playing will be very important. I haven't seen anything about him playing or him not playing. So. I feel we'll like see. it might be a game time decision. Yeah, they said it's a game um, time decision for. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be important. So. Yeah, I I yeah. did want to add uh, one more thing. Uh, I think the the other key factor in winning this game six and seven is John Collins. You know, he's that big energy guy, uh, almost the Montrez Harrell of the Hawks team, but better. Yeah. Uh, he was cold at the start, but even if you're cold. Even if John Collins is called from shooting, he needs to step up on defense. But more importantly, he has to bring the energy. I felt like so many times during the game, uh, every time you know the 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 Bucks uh, went on a little run, the energy was just so low. You know, when we're winning, you see Gallinari hyping everyone up, John Collins going crazy. But I just didn't see that type of energy, even when we were making our runs. So I really feel like John Collins needs to step up and he doesn't have to do it in the box score. He just has to uh, step up for his teammates and keep bringing that energy. I think that's another main factor that's really going to help this Hawks team get up and start winning. Yep, it's gonna be, John Collins will definitely be important. He's always been that energy piece because even even off the court, you see him wearing a T-shirt of him dunking on Joel Embiid. <laughs> um, I mean that that energizes the uh, the fans, energizes his teammates. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see him in Game Six. Uh, who do you have winning Game Six? Just by the way, everyone, this is being recorded before Game Six has started. This yep. is a day before. So, uh, who do you have winning? I have John, not John Collins. <laughs> yeah, John Collins is the winner. He's the winner of all. I have the Hawks winning game six in a tight matchup. Um, 
I don't know, man. It, it really depends if Trey Young is there or not. But I think either way, if Trey Young is there or not there, I think it's still going to be a really close game. Uh, just because, you know, the game plan is always changing. And, you, you know, having your star there, of course it's going to hurt uh, the other team, but you, you're prepared to defend it, right? You don't know what the game plan is going to be if their star player is out. So I think that's also another reason why uh, the Hawks won game four and the Bucks won game five. So I think defense is really going to be what matters here again. But, yeah, I got Hawks in seven, winning game right. six, of course. I definitely think if the Bucks want to win, I think this is the premium opportunity, obviously. You don't want to play a game seven against this Hawks team. Oh, no, Never. you don't. You, you do not want to play a game seven. So, I, I mean, put all you have into this one game. But um, if Giannis can't play, that's fine. Uh, I would even – I mean, if it gets too rough to bench you know, Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton, you don't want to risk any injuries. Right. I got the Bucks by six. I Bucks think, by I'm six? Sorry, I'm sorry, Hawks fans, but I think this could be it, especially if Trey Young doesn't play. Actually, no. Here's my prediction. If Trey Young does not play, Bucks by six. If he does play, Bucks by – or uh, Hawks by nine. There you go, right there. Hawks by okay. nine if Trey Young plays. If he does not play, Bucks by six. All right, last topic of the day. We are going to talk about my dog, Damian Lillard, best point guard in the NBA. Actually, mm. not, I'm not going to say that. But um, <laughs> one of the best point guards in the NBA. Yep, We're going to sure. talk about some potential trade destinations for Mr. Lillard. So off the top of your head, can you name a couple of teams that you would like to see Damian Lillard play for? Lakers. Well, that yeah, I knew you were going to come with that. But, uh, <laughs> actually, no, no. How would he get to the Lakers? I want to hear it. Okay. THT Kuzma and a second round pick. Not, <laughs> that's not it. No, I I think maybe we could. Okay, maybe Damian Lillard doesn't go, but maybe we get McCollum. What do you think about that? I like McCollum. I think I don't know who you're gonna send back, but I mean Kuzma. <laughs> I don't think Damian Lillard. I think Damian Lillard would want to leave even more if if Kuzma if his best friend got traded for Kuzma. Right, right. You know, uh, but do, but do you think Damian Lillard? I think he wants to go to the Lakers, right? Well, yeah, because no, no, because he he dapped up with LeBron at the Sparks game, so that automatically means he's gonna go to the Lakers, right? Right, right, exactly. Yeah, of exactly. course, guys. Guys, why aren't you thinking your heads? Come Sorry, on, now. I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a little trade machine here. So let's say they re-sign Dennis Schroeder to a hundred million dollar deal. No, 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 no. We're not re-signing Dennis Schroeder. No, no, no. Just listen to me. So you can trade him to. Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So okay. let's say uh, KCP. They get KCP. They mm-hmm. get Kuzma. They get. Oh my gosh, all your guys that are out of contracts. Uh. You can't even – I can't even trade THT. Why? They get – because he's not on a contract. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we'll, we'll give him a compo. And I, the Lakers have no picks. Yeah, this isn't happening. Nope, it's not happening. I don't you – know, you know, maybe maybe it, the it, Lakers it this offseason just can't do it. Unless they're trading Anthony Davis. This isn't happening. The only person I would trade Anthony Davis for is Luka Doncic. Really? In the whole NBA? Not even Kevin Durant? No. Really, not Kawhi Leonard? No, no, no. I'm wow. only not trading Giannis? him for Doncic. Not Giannis or Curry. Ooh, or... ooh, 
I don't, you know, I feel like you, you would not want to trade for Stefan. Mm, you know, Steph, Steph, Steph and Donchick. Stefan Donchick, I think. I thought you meant Stefan Donchick. Oh, like, yeah. Who? Who? All right, let's let's think of another trade. Um, so I definitely think he could go to like somewhere like the Knicks. Yeah, that's what I was thinking would, too. I don't know if he would want to go to the Knicks, but I right. Mean, I, mean, I guess they can win. So I think a trade. I mean, the Knicks have plenty of assets, <laughs> and um, RJ Barrett is booty juice. So like, yeah, <laughs> they need they a point guard. Players, so they can trade him RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin. Uh, I can't. How long is uh D Rose's uh contract? Uh, he's not on a contract, he's, he's oh, expired. Yeah, uh, we could give him Emmanuel quickly and like two first round picks for Damian Lord. Does that sound I think, good? I think RJ, that would work. RJ Barrett, Obi Toppin, Emmanuel quickly, and two first round picks. Maybe one actually, first round pick. This actually, you need more salaries. You might have to trade like Julius Randle. Or, oh, I don't know. The, New, or Knicks if you're the Knicks, them. if you're the Knicks, you're gonna get someone like um. You could get some salary fillers, so you can in the off season uh, sign some guys to like monstrous deals, like a Sol- It's like Solomon Hill, uh, sign him yeah. to a twelve million dollar deal, and then just package him in as salary filler to trade for Damian Lillard. Yeah, that works. I think that will work because I mean the Knicks have plenty of cash space. They can definitely right. do that if they want. Uh, looking at this deal, I mean they have they're still uh, nine. They still have nine million in cap, and I think they're still going to. I mean. I don't know. That just shocks me that they have that much cap. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Especially because the the Trailblazers are twenty-one billion dollars over. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, let's look at another trade. So I think it definitely the Knicks could be an option. Another option that I've been seeing a lot is the Celtics. Oh, Celtics. Oh, without Kemba, yeah, they don't have Kemba. Yeah, so they don't have Kemba anymore. So you could trade Jalen Brown. Now I need some more cap. I can trade. Tristan Thompson, and time they can Lord? trade us. Yeah, no, no, not time Lord. I don't think they would. Uh, I think Jalen Brown, Tristan Thompson, and like two first round picks. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I, like Carson Edwards too, or something like that. Because that's that's a good deal. Yeah. Maybe three first round picks. Nah, two. Maybe I maybe think... even four. Trade I mean, all of their picks. Trade all the picks. I mean, because Damian Lord is only thirty years old. He's about to be thirty one. You're right. And he's on a five-year deal. So you have him for five more years. Right. So I don't know. I think that would be good. And Jason Tatum's only on a nine nine million dollar deal right now. So which is ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy that he's putting up 27 a game and he's making nine million. But it's the rookie deal. So yeah, I definitely think another trade option. I think the one that I think I've been looking at the most is Damian Lillard to the 76ers, especially how much they struggled on the clutch this year, especially in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, some of those games against the Hawks was just shocking. So I definitely think a deal to the Sixers could look like Damian Lillard for Ben Simmons. Of and course. then you throw in Matisse Thibel. And then you throw in Tyrese Maxey. And then you throw in a first, are there any first round picks. No, there are no first round picks. Or they could get first round picks. I think they have a couple. Throw in like two first round picks. And then that gets you Damian Lillard and uh, TJ Leaf. I don't know who TJ Leaf is, but sure. He played at UCLA, man. Dang. How do you not know? No, I'm just playing. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, that's basically it for Damian Lillard. Celtics, Knicks, well, What Sixers. do you think about him uh, going to the Wolves? The Wolves? <laughs> I think if anyone's going to the Wolves. If anyone goes to the Wolves, I think it's going to be Ben Simmons. 
Oh yeah, you're right. Are, are think, you trading a D'Lo? Yeah, so I think the deal for Ben to Ben Simmons to uh, to Minnesota would be. Let me pull this up. It would be Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell and uh, Nas Reed. And then you maybe throw in for Ben. I mean, I don't know if this is a straight up deal. Is that a straight up deal? Or if you're Ben, if you're the Sixers, do you have to throw in something with Ben Simmons? I think you got to throw in something. Uh, let's throw in. Oh, man, they have so many good role players. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth giving up Matisse Thibel or Tyrese Maxey or Shake Milton. I think you got to give up Maxey. That's crazy because Maxi is I, I really like Maxi. Maybe you give up yeah. Maxi. Yeah, I think I think it I think Tyrese Maxi, Ben Simmons for Nas Reed and uh D And Nas Reed is solid. Oh yeah, Nas he is solid. is solid. He's solid. So uh, that's basically it for this uh mock trade part of this podcast. And I think that's is that all we have to say? I believe so. So, um, yeah, we'll catch you next time on Set the Screen. Make sure to follow us on all the socials. Uh, link to Micah's Instagram is in the, in the bio. Yes, Make sir. sure to, to listen to his new album coming out. I don't know when it's going to be, but, you know, just stay tuned. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Peace.